What's up, guys? Welcome to AECC Global's podcast, a pod dedicated to helping you build a career and carve out a better future. And I have with me today Jerickson Paragis, who was an international student himself before joining us at AECC to help other aspiring students. This is definitely going to be an exciting and informative session. We will be talking about all the things under the Australian sun, including moving to Australia for an education, building a career, and settling down. So make sure you hang around till the end. Thank you so much for joining us, Jerick. It's a pleasure to have you here with us today. Uh, the pleasure is mine, Akshara. So uh, thank you for having me here. The uh, you know um, for this interview. Okay, so let's start with the most basic question. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, what were your aspirations, and why did you start decide to you know study abroad, and how did you find the right destination? As you said, Akshara, my name is Jerickson Paragas, and um, I usually go by Jerick. Um, if I buy my coffee, it's actually J because no one can actually, especially here in Australia, if I say Jared, they would go Jared. So I, I usually just go by J uh, when I order my coffee. Anyways, um, I'm from the Philippines, but also I lived um, half my life in Hong Kong before coming here in Australia, which was seven years ago. And um, like I always uh, tell people, um, I was uh, I was made in Hong Kong, born in the Philippines. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Um, so there's that, <laughs> and also, um, how did I decide to come here in Australia? So, like I said, growing up in Hong Kong, uh, I felt that you know after studying my studying high school and also. Um, finishing my bachelor's, I wanted to do something outside of like what I know, like get 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 out of my comfort zone, and also be more be more independent, right? So I wanted to study abroad. Uh, there there were two countries that I had in mind, so that was the U.S. and also Australia. But upon like careful consideration, I decided to go to Australia because it would be easier to fly on a eight to nine hour flight than a fifteen to sixteen hour flight, right? And um, there's not much time difference between the Philippines or Hong Philippines and Hong Kong and and Australia. There's um, here in Brisbane, um, there's only two hour difference, right? And if there is, if Australia is observing the daylight savings, uh, it would be three hours for Sydney and Melbourne, which is what's happening right now. Um, anyways, so um, the thought of coming to Australia happened when my, uh, my friend who I studied my bachelor's with decided to, you know, um, come to come to Australia so we had we had a talk like you know maybe we should go to Australia I think that would be great and he went here first 
Um, I had to uh, save up for two years. So I had a full-time job and a part-time job at that just to save save enough money for, for me to, you know, actually, actually spend here in Australia. I went to uh, an agency. So there's no AECC Global in, in, in Hong Kong, unfortunately. But hopefully soon we, we would have. Right. Um, so I went to another agency. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say who, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I went there and, uh, pretty much like did what we actually, they did what we actually help students with. So they gave me profiles of other universities and, uh, what courses I can actually take. And for me, I wanted to study uh, a master of business in marketing and my choices were um, either study in Brisbane or Adelaide. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why I, so I, I had offers for, from University of South Australia and the University of Adelaide. And then here in Brisbane, I had offers for UQ and QUT. And ultimately I chose to study here in Brisbane because my friend, who I mentioned earlier, Mm-hmm. decided to come here in Brisbane. So I, I reckon that it would be better to actually co- go to a country where at least you know one person. Yeah. Rather than go to a a place where, like, you don't know anyone. Sure. Right? Um, yeah. And so I decided to choose between, like, QQ or QUT. Um, I chose UQ, even though, even, though I had a, even though I had a scholarship for QUT. Uh, the reason for that is because, of course, UQ is one of the uh, is part of the group of eight. So those are the top eight Australian universities, right? So I chose UQ and studied. So originally, I studied. Uh, I applied for a, a year and a half course, and after coming here, fell in love with Australia and decided to make it a two-year course. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So that's how that's that's pretty much like how I found the right destination for me. So there are a couple of factors, of course, like knowing someone, um, the the ranking of, of the um, ranking of the university, and also um, the cost of living. Yeah. Yeah. Even even though like it would have been um, cheaper in Adelaide, um, Brisbane wasn't that much far from from the cost, uh, mm. comparing it to Melbourne and Sydney. Okay. Plus you know someone here already, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I didn't want to go to Melbourne or Sydney because like it's too crowded for me, especially Sydney. Um, it, it's kind of like the purpose of me leaving Hong Kong was because like it, it was too crowded and I felt like, you know, um, I also wanted more space. Okay. To actually live live in a uh, live in a place where it, like there is a lot of space, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, you could probably have that in Melbourne, Sydney, but the amount of people that are there is just yeah, um, it's very similar to it's very similar to Hong Kong, especially Sydney. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so is it safe to say that your friend did have a major part? influencing your decision uh yes that is one of the major um factors yeah. right because, because 
you know, uh, my school friends and, you know, people I did my bachelor's with who are planning to study abroad, most of them are like, oh, this guy went there or this girl is there. So I'm also going to go. So I think it's like common around the world for all of us, you know, like look up to our friends and, you know, get inspired. Absolutely. Um, and uh, the thing is, we originally planned to go together. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to postpone my uh, my trip because I needed and wanted to save up. Yeah. So with that with that in mind, uh, I had to work as much as I can during sure. that two years. So I went, I came here in 2015. So between um, 2013 2014, uh, I worked. A full time job and also work part time as well. That's amazing. Yeah, um, I had more fun doing my part time than, than my full time. <laughs> but you gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, like, my part time was um, was being in a radio station, so I I, I pretty much like was a um, I guess part of a radio jockey, I guess. So so I I, I led that particular program and produce that program as well. It was okay, fun. okay. So moving to Australia has definitely been a right way. So how did you prepare for the move and how was the entire process and experience? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, so f- moving from Hong Kong to uh, to Brisbane, like that particular experience, right? Um, for me, uh, it was it was seamless, right? I I had help, I had tips from from my friend, and after applying to UQ, they they had some very help helpful um, resources for international students. So f- um, first thing that I had to find here in Australia was of course accommodation. And I found accommodation via the the UQ portal where they so students from UQ can actually post I guess ads ads in there for like you know um, accommodation and whatnot. So I found I found one. Um, so here's the thing: how how you find things? You say that you want to you want to have a, a refresh, but sometimes like you also want to have something that you're familiar with. The family or the uh, the house that I chose was actually um, owned by uh, a family from Hong Kong as well. So <laughs> um, I felt comfortable with that. But uh, upon saying that, it was it was really expensive. I knew that it was that was expensive after coming here, um, but. The reason why it chose to to live there was because it was near it was near UQ. So all I had to do was like buy a bike, and then I could cycle to I could cy- cycle to uni or I could cycle anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and the the experience of coming here on my first flight ever to a to a foreign country that is outside of Asia, uh, it was fairly adventurous, I guess. Uh, in my flight. There, there was, um, there was, there were a lot of like you know um, mainlanders, and they were pretty rowdy. But the the, okay. the most the most part I could remember was um, so it was a red eye flight. So I would arrive in Brisbane uh, in the morning. But the thing is, I 
I couldn't sleep properly was because there's a baby right in front of me crying. So and and also and and also and also uh, the baby puked. So uh, the smell was was also there. Uh, <laughs> no, there, there's there's more. So um, upon arriving to Brisbane, there was a storm, right? So um, while we were trying to land, it was very turbulent, and you can see like it was is actually dark outside. Okay. So yeah, it was a uh, I wouldn't say scary, um, but it was definitely experience. So um, but after that, like things were. Things were things were great. That's nice. I just I just viewed it as um, so there are superstitions, right? So some sometimes people say like you know, when it rains, then that's the it's like a blessing, right? So yeah. with the storm, so that means like a lot of blessings, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so so yeah, so that was the uh, that was my experience coming to coming to Brisbane for the first time. That's nice. I mean, it was a little scary, the landing part, and a baby crying baby is definitely not fun, but yeah, things worked out, right? So Yeah, absolutely. I'm still alive. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we're still talking after six, seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tarek, you have been working and, you know, studying in Australia for almost six years, and you've been with AECC for quite some time now. So I'm just curious to know how it all started and how's it been so far? How are you liking it? Right. Um, I'm sorry, that's actually a uh, very good question. So how, my first experience or uh, with ACC was actually, <coughs> excuse me, was actually through an event um, that was organized by a, by the Filipino club called Philos UQ and uh, AECC was one of the sponsors, right? So I met one of, um, I met two actually, two of the counselors uh, from AECC during that event. And uh, so Brisbane, the Brisbane office was only starting then. And I think like they were, they were only open for, um, I guess, they were only open for, I think, a year or two. So it was fairly new, right? Um, this was 2016, sometime, uh, I think, April or May 2016. Yeah. And, and then um, upon that first meeting, they they were actually looking for an intern. So I, you know, uh, I volunteered and applied for that and got that, got that internship for... Uh, I believe three months, right? And after that, um, they had to um, move on, and they, they had another intern. Um, and so that that was my first experience with AECC. And after graduating, um, coming back from after spending two months in in Hong Kong after graduating, I came back and I went back to um, AECC and asked for help for my 485 um, application and when i went there um the new manager dan who's actually sitting uh, right behind me um so he 
he pretty much like approached me and asked me, hey, are you um, Filipino? Um, yes, yes, I am. And then he also asked, like, are you looking for a job? And I said, yes, I am. Because <laughs> uh, a, a bit of a backstory was um, I, I had of a, a bit of a dilemma whether to continue living here in Australia or um, to go back to Hong Kong. Um, I made a made a bet with with uh, with my parents, saying that um, if I don't find a job in a month upon arriving, then yeah, sure, I would I would go back. And so, um, exactly after a month of me arriving here, I um, started my first my my first full time job here at ACC. That was um, that was March twenty seventeen, and um, I'm still here. That's wonderful. You started your journey when you were still a student doing internship and now you've been with us for six years, almost six years. Yeah, six years in six years in five five months. Wonderful. Yeah. You literally grew with the company. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um and uh what I'm definitely excited to as to where we are headed at the moment. That's wonderful. That just goes to show how AECC isn't just a workplace, it's actually a family. It is, family. it is. Absolutely, it is. And with with AECC, I am, I feel that we are a big um, family. We're in True. even like um, people from Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane are uh, not actually know each other and uh, have spent um, some time, you know, um, with with each other and of course like uh, I, I feel that we all of us actually grew closer um during during covid because like everyone was you know was in we were in lockdown in yeah. 2020 and of course um meeting virtually every week or every other week was was a staple for us and uh yeah so i think that, that sort of like experience definitely Especially with um, during the lockdown, I, I believe that um, everyone actually grew closer. It was because, of course, like everyone was just cooped up inside, and having those regular um, Zoom meetings where we do something fun, we do um, a trivia, we do a uh, like games, other games. And I feel that that sort of like experience actually helped us um, through through the lockdown and made us, you know, um, closer to even though like we're all far um, far apart. Yeah, that's nice. So, Jarek, could you tell us a little bit about your university experience? Sure. Yeah. So I studied at the University of Queensland and. Um, it is one of the um, eight universities that is part of the group of eight. So those are the top eight universities in Australia and currently ranked, I believe, in the top 50 um, in the world, according to the Times. And uh, my overall experience in, at UQ is, is really memorable. Um, like I said earlier, so I I initially 
started with a, a year and a half program, right? Master of Business in Marketing. And after just one semester, or actually even after one month of being in, in Brisbane and studying at UQ, I wanted to actually extend my, uh, my course to two years. Uh, part of that is knowing that I can further stay in Australia. I can stay, um, I can stay longer here in Australia after studying, um, a two year course. And, and so that's what I did. So after, um, after, so that after my course, I will be able to apply for a graduate visa and stay here for another, for another two years and see if I can, you know, um, get that permanent residency as well. Mm. So, yeah, um, but going back to my, going back to my experience at, at UQ, um, UQ actually has a great campus. So it's right next to the river and a lot of like, you know, you're surrounded by a lot of like, um, trees. So surrounded by nature and especially during, during spring, that is what they call the Jacaranda season. So okay. Jacarandas are, are trees that have, a, I would describe them as like a tree similar to a sakura okay. in, in Japan, uh, was like the pink blossom, right? Okay. But instead of like pink, it's actually purple or lilac okay. as, as someone would say. And during spring, a lot of like, um, a lot of weddings or, um, wedding photos are taken there because of the, because of the view, okay. right? Being surrounded by the, uh, jacaranda trees. And, uh, yeah, so for me, I just felt at home being, being in Brisbane and aside from, aside from having nature around me, uh, I made a lot of friends as well from, from different countries. Uh, one of my best mates would, uh, is from, is from France. Also one of my first housemates, uh, and his name is, uh, Fabian. So, or as you know, as I call him Fabi and we definitely had a lot of fun. So we, we went to, um, North Stratrope Island, um, the Gold Coast. And also we had this one trip, uh, road trip going to, going to Sydney. So there's, there were five of us. Um, that went on a road trip to Sydney and along the way we, um, we camped in different, in different sites. So and that was a proper road trip. Oh, yeah, definitely a proper road trip with like, you know, camping and, and, and all that. And, and along the way, uh, we, we visited like, um, an area along the coast where there's like sand dunes, um, that's I saw, saw a shark by the, um, <laughs> uh, by the shore and, um, saw some wild kangaroos as well and experience and experience the Sydney, Sydney nightlife. 
Yeah, where where you need um, where they close at two a.m. and um, if you're outside by two a.m., you cannot enter a particular club unless you're inside already. So, okay. right. Yeah, and aside from that, we also went to like one view. If you had to pick one particular memory, like right off the top of your head that you had with your friends, what would it be? Um. Well, I just spoke about Sydney, but um, I would also say uh, we went to. Um, I can't remember which island, but we went to an island. Uh, <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of islands around Australia. Um, oh, there we go, Fraser Island. So uh-huh. Fraser Island. So we uh, we rented a four wheel drive and uh, decided to to go there, and that was a really um, great trip. So um, that was the first time that I drove. Um, a four-wheel drive or drove yeah drove anything in in australia um fun fact i don't know how to drive i'm trying to get my license right now uh, don't judge me because i'm growing up in growing up growing up, <laughs> growing up in hong kong. yeah fair enough but i growing up in hong kong um we don't need we don't need to to drive because like it's the public transport was um, was really good, and it was easy to actually just go use public transport anywhere you go. Uh, right. But yeah, so Fraser Island was definitely one of the most memorable um, trips or experiences that I had um, while, while I was studying at UQ. Uh, it was it was a fun experience, but also um, by the end of it, I was covered with a lot of like insect bites. Uh, all over my arm and and legs. Um, so, for anyone listening who was was considering to to study and live here in Australia, um, and if you're going out, always always bring a insect repellent. <laughs> Thank you for that trip. I'm pretty sure people will appreciate it. Yeah, because the thing is, like I, so I was like my whole arm was covered with like you know like with bites, and we decided to count them. I think there were more than a hundred bites. Oh my god! Okay, just hope it yeah. wasn't serious, or you know. Uh no, like like I said earlier, I'm still alive. I'm still here. It's still kicking. So <laughs> it's all good. Right. Okay. So speaking of you know university life and universities. What are the you know activities or clubs that you had in your university, and did you participate in any of these you know activities or clubs during your time? Yeah, um, so like like I mentioned earlier, so there was a Filipino club called Philos uh, Philos UQ. Um, so anyone who's listening and coming from the Philippines and want to want you want to um, you know study at UQ, definitely. Um, you know, join Phil Oz. That's F I F I L O Z YouTube. Um, yeah, so yeah, definitely participated. Um, my second year, I I decided to. Uh, I was I was the vice 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 president. 
um, for for the club, and definitely um, participated in, in the in the activities that we had. So we have what we call like a yearly or an annual sports fest, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that was the, it was composed with the Filipino clubs uh, UQ, QUT, and Griffith, and <clears throat> once a year we would gather and um, compete in different sports. Um, so being Filipino... Um, question, were you good at sports? Um, basketball, I wouldn't say I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. So um, being Filipino, so there's a stereotype that, of course, uh, we love basketball. So there's three Bs, uh, as we would say, three Bs in the Philippines, three big Bs. So that'll be basketball, boxing, and beauty pageants. Oh, I yeah. So new for me. So. I didn't know about that. This is new. So yeah. So um, boxing because of like you know um, Manny Pacquiao, uh, one of the um, all-time greats. So every time that he fights, crime rate actually goes down because even like you know um, criminals would actually stop and watch watch him fight. Um, yeah, that's what we say. Um, second is yes. basketball, so uh, it's fairly big in the Philippines. So we do have our own league called um, the Philippine Basketball Association, and um, we, yeah, it's it's pretty big. So anywhere you go, there would be maybe like in the province, there would be a makeshift type of like basketball court, uh-huh. um, very American, I, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and beauty pageant, uh, yes. So for the past, I believe, for the past decade, we had, I think, two Miss Universe um, yeah. winners from the Philippines for the past, uh, from the last decade. Yeah. So it, it's very, it's very big um, in, in the Philippines as well. Um, I think I've covered like boxing and basketball in my life. Maybe the third one would be a beauty pageant, maybe down the road. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> going back, so those um, Philos Youth U is definitely one of the organizations that I participated in. And e- even after I graduated, I, I was still active for, for a while. <clears throat> and another club that um, my friends and I uh, participated in was uh, forgot the forgot the name, but um, <clears throat> I think I think it's Quest. I believe it's Quest, and you could Quest, and they organize a lot of like activities for international students, particularly, uh, and they organize like trips to um, different islands. To Strati or or wherever, and um, <clears throat> the one that we well, participated first in was um, the um, club hopping. So yeah, so that's it. That's the thing. By the university. Sorry. Are these like organized by the university, <clears throat> or you know the students come together and you know? They- uh, it was organized by the by Quest by YouTube Quest, so that's a that's a that's a club or an okay. organization, right? Yeah, at UQ. 
and um, yeah. So those are the clubs you were a part of. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, there is there's a lot of clubs uh, at UQ. So um, there is what we call a market day, mm-hmm. and that is when like clubs would actually go out and have their own stalls, and you could um, you could join those clubs at the time. Okay, that's nice. So. It was definitely sounds like you had a lot of fun and made a lot of memories with your new friends during university. So, where exactly is all fun at? You know, outside classroom. What are a few places that you would suggest international students? You know, go visit or go experience. Here in Brisbane, I can say here in Brisbane, um, definitely experience going to um, uh, to the Gold Coast. Um, North Stradbroke Island, excuse me, uh, or as we call here, Stradi. Um, you go to Nusa as well. Um, there are a lot of like activities and um, a lot of beaches here um, in in Queensland and also like in other in other states. But I, I could definitely say for for Queensland and Brisbane, um, Stradi. Uh, Gold Coast, um, Sunshine Coast, right? Uh, those are the ones that are quite near. Um, but if you are on a budget, you could just go to South Bank and there's like a, a man-made beach over there mm-hmm. uh, with sand and all and all that jazz. And yeah, um, especially now here in Brisbane, um, we're preparing for for the 2032 Olympics. So there's a lot of like construction going on. So hopefully in the next half decade or so, um, a lot of things will be ready. And yeah, um, I think that would be a great, um, that'll be a great time for, for, for students to actually be here in, yeah. in, in Brisbane. Yeah. That's true. And speaking of beaches, there's, more than 100 beaches in Australia. How many have you visited? If you could just give us a quick number. Probably more than 10. That's nice. So yeah. more than 10% of Australia's beaches. Oh, there's actually more than 100 beaches in Australia, you know. Yeah. Um, they would say that in your lifetime, you probably, if you go for like one beach a day, Take you more than three months. You would take like years before you can actually do that. True. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, the most famous beach, Bondi. Bondi, Bondi Beach is, is in, in Sydney. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. I've been there. So, uh, we went there during the, um, the road trip that, that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that that was a that was a great experience. Um, first time that I surfed and almost hit a kid, uh, two kids. Oh, no. Almost, I did not. Okay. Yeah, almost. Yeah, because uh, my my friend was actually teaching me how to catch a wave, and I caught one. And uh, while I was like, you know, um, I, I did not stand. I was just like, uh, you know, paddling and just on the board, um, and. While I was riding the wave, I, 
I see right in front of me like two kids just like, you know, um, playing, <laughs> playing in the water, right? So I swerved and of course, like, I, I, um, kids were safe, so uh, no one got hurt. But yeah, that, was a, that was a memorable um, experience for me. Yeah. So other than surfing, have you been, you know, snorkeling or diving experience in Australia? Um, no, no, um, not, I'm not a very, I'm not a very strong swimmer. Um, I get, <laughs> I really am not. I mean, I do enjoy, I do enjoy going to the beach, but I'm not a very strong swimmer. Um, yeah, uh, my, my calves, um, get tired a lot quick, so. <laughs> Um, I would love to actually, so the friend that I mentioned, um, Fabi, so he, he, he always wants to, you know, um, invite me into these things because he's into, um, you know, sports, uh, water sports, right. And they would go, um, spearfishing, snorkeling. I, I, I like, I'd like to snorkel, but the thing is like. Um, there wasn't any chance. There wasn't any chance for me because, uh, of course, like I was juggling um, studying at the time. So yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I would love to actually go snorkeling again. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like you know, um, probably spear fishing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Speaking of Australia, the, you know, cultural differences and all the new things that you get to experience, what is something, you know, what is an Australian culture that is very different from the culture back? Uh, top of mind. Top of mind. Uh, you know what? Um, the very nice thing about here that I can remember was the so in the bus right so <clears throat> when you ride a bus here in brisbane when you get off the bus people would say thank you to the bus driver okay uh we don't do that we don't do that in philippines nor nor in hong kong mm-hmm. and what i've noticed as well you don't do that in melbourne and sydney as well so that was a that was a really nice um, type of like culture that I adopted uh, after coming here in Brisbane. So it's either you say thank you or you know just look at the driver and say like you know just say uh, like a sign of thanks. Yeah. Right. So um, the service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. acknowledge the fact that you know um, you're alive um, before you got off the bus. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like that's a nice thing too. Because like you know, you say thank you, thank you for driving safely, um, and for bringing me to my destination. Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like that's. I think like we should do that more often as well. Because when because I, I don't do that. Like, um, I, although like my first time being um, riding the bus in Melbourne, I was like, should I say thank you or not? Because I'm trying to observe like if people are actually saying thank you, they don't. So um, instead of saying thank you, I just like acknowledge 
Yeah. So, what is the most popular city among international students in Australia, and why is that city famous? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um. So, with I feel that the 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 top three, of course, would be Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Why would someone go to to Melbourne? Um, there's a lot of like culture. Um, it ha- Melbourne has a different vibe when it comes to like uh, comparing to um, comparing from Sydney and Brisbane. I would say uh, Melbourne is a really nice city with a lot of like you know um, culture, vibe, and like probably like history. So we see a lot more like you know um, street uh, street painting uh, in Melbourne. And yeah, graffiti and, and all that. So uh, that's that's a really nice thing too. And it's it's actually embraced, right? Um, in other in in other countries or other cities in the world, like if you see graffiti, that that would be vandalism, right? So with in Melbourne, I feel that that is actually embraced, and they do have their own um, space where artists can actually go there and like you know, um, make their marks. And a lot of people go to those um, places in Melbourne. The only thing that um, stops, um, I think the only drawback from like living in Melbourne is the weather, right? Um, It can't, four seasons in a day can happen in Melbourne and I I have experienced that. Um, So it was... So it was sunny in, in the morning, suddenly turned gloomy, and then it rained, and uh, temperature dropped by 10. So from, from so it, it went, I, I believe it went from 29 to 19 real quick in a span of like an hour. So if you, I remember seeing the, um, the record that, so it was going up and then suddenly went down. Um, and it also on that particular day, it hailed in some, some areas in Melbourne. So four seasons. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, for Sydney. Yeah, absolutely. And for Sydney, I think like people, um, international students choose to go there because it's, um, it's more of like a hustle and bustle city, right? If you are, um, like a city boy, a city girl, I think. Sydney is the um, is the place for you, I believe. Um, although uh, I personally would not want to live there, is because it, it reminds me of Hong Kong and like the congested. Um, a lot of people. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I I, I do love people. It's just that um, it's there's there's a certain level of like breathing room in, in, in Brisbane, right? Although there's a lot of like people starting to come to Brisbane right now. So maybe in like five years, in five years time, there won't, there will, there will be a lot of people in Brisbane and it will be as crowded, congested as Melbourne and Sydney. Um, but for Brisbane, I think like international students would come here is because of like, uh, it is actually sunny for two thirds of the year. Right. 
So it's like you can enjoy you can enjoy the sun uh, while um, it, during summer it may actually be uh, too hot, but like most of the time it's it's um, it's fairly it's fairly nice um, nice weather as well, and you have a lot more space. So you're definitely one who wants to like have a less of a you know hustle and bustle of a city life and more of a laid back you know a relaxed kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like I said, like but I think it, it stems from me coming from Hong Kong, right? Um, you like you like a change of pace, and um, with with, with me living in Hong Kong for, for a long time, for more than a decade, I feel that Brisbane is just right. Although some people would say that it's too boring. But I'm like, <laughs> eh. You know, um, to each their own, right? To each their exactly, own. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, right now with, with the ratings going, a lot of students are actually looking to go to regional areas for, you know, um, for um, PR pathways and also like getting more um, out of their four and five or graduate visa, mm-hmm. right? So if you go live in a uh, regional area, you can get... Uh, if you study and live in a regional area, you can get um, one or two more years oh. for your for your graduate visa. So that's so that's um, that's a great thing. Okay. So yeah. is it a visa extension, or do they have to like apply in prior? Uh, which one? Once they you know move to regional areas, is it something they do after their graduation or after? Yeah, after they graduate. Okay. Yeah. Definitely after they graduate. Thank you for listening to the ACC Global Podcast. Do you have questions or recommendations? You can email us and we'll get right back to you. And if you want to study at a university of your dreams, all you're going to do is book a free consultation and meet our education experts. It's that simple. Bye.